0: your favorite stories, again and again you can always find something new to explore.
1: Dipsy offers a modern approach to romance through high-quality and captivating audio fiction. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com/justbreakup.
0: That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A I P S T A stories.com/justbreakup. Dipsystories.com/justbreakup. Welcome to Just Break Up, the podcast about love, heartbreak, and all the relationship advice you don't want to hear. My name is Sierra Demolder,
1: and I'm Sam Blackwell,
2: and I'm Spencer Worth Davis. And what? on this very <laughs> special episode, we're going to tackle topics like going slow even when we're excited, oh. being independent, okay, dating in a crisis, and feeling Ooh. thrown away and replaceable.
0: You wrote all of those, Sam.
1: <laughs> I did. What What? a master of words I <laughs> Those were all profound.
0: <laughs> okay, so today on this very special episode of Just Break Up, we are doing a Where Are They Now? Like reviewing old advice that we gave. And also, we're going to be playing some recordings of people who wrote in. Maybe Spencer we, should explain this. We have
2: some... <laughs> Some <laughs> updates via voicemail there we go. from from listeners whose letters we answered in the past.
0: Yes. And we want to know, like, we asked our audience if they took our advice, how they did, if they didn't take our advice, how it, how it's going, you know, stuff like that.
2: Yeah. There's a wide range. <laughs> some people did. Some people didn't. Uh, some people didn't, but wished that they had.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, great. So oh. how, how is it going to go I down?
2: that. Okay, so we have four updates, so I'll give you sort of the context of the original letter and the advice that the two of you gave, Okay, and then I will play the actual voicemail of the update, and we can react to okay. how folks are doing these Sam days. Sam
0: and I have not heard these voicemails, and we don't know what... We right. don't know anything. We're going into this blind, so that'll we're be great. live. So reaction. Any,
1: any reaction is going to be authentic to exactly how we're feeling in this moment. So yes. also going to
2: be great. Just real quick before we start, is this when you all usually record? Yeah. Yeah. How? It's so early.
0: Yeah, we're, it's <laughs> not though. You two
2: sat down and you're like, you know what? Yeah, 9 a.m. Saturday. That's when we want to do this thing where we have to talk for two hours. I feel yeah.
1: fresh. We want to get it over and done with. Also, Sierra. Sleeps like an old person. So she like goes to bed at like 7 p.m. and wakes up at like 4. That's not true because now she just sleeps like 12 hours a day. No, no, no you
2: always wake up between 2 and 3 because I send you text messages after you've gone to bed and you have your read receipts on and it always says read at 2.15 a.m. when I wake up the next morning.
0: Yes. (laughs) Pregnancy is wild, (laughs) y'all. I like to record first thing in the morning so that like my brain is like sharp, you know?
2: I felt like I had to like... Take a hot shower and drink a bunch of water just so I'd be able to talk (laughs) this early. It's it's wild.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Okay.
2: We're used to it. We're used to it. First up, we have Hannah, who was letter writer number one from episode 24.
0: Okay. Ba-la-la-la-block. Ba-la-la-la-block. Oh, Oh, yeah. Uh
2: Uh-huh. It was like Uh our
0: first holiday episode, I think.
2: Yeah, this would have been... I should... Oh, hold on. I should pull up the dates of these because that might be fun. Episode 24 aired in... Oh, boy, I gotta scroll a long way back now. That was <laughs> December 10th, 2018.
0: Yeah, first holiday first holiday season of Just Break Up because we started, uh, our first episode aired July 16th, 2018. Wild, yeah. right?
2: Yeah. So Hannah was dating a new person that she really liked but was concerned that things were moving too slowly.
0: Okay. Mm. And said,
2: quote, to... To quote Carly Rae Jepsen, I want to cut to the feeling. <laughs> <laughs> and their question was essentially like, I know this is good. I want things to move faster. How do I relax and just let things play out?
1: Sure. How do I not sure. force
2: my pace onto this relationship and this person who may not want to move at that same pace?
1: Okay. Great so, question.
2: Yeah. So, Sam, you said that you love to take things slowly in relationships. Oh, God,
0: what did I say? I do. <laughs> and,
2: and sort of slowly bring someone into to your world and your independence. Mm-hmm. Um, Sierra said that you want to have the most intense conversations with everyone immediately.
1: That's accurate.
2: And I think That's this was accurate. the very first instance of S- Sierra suggesting grocery shopping as a date. Oh, my God, and, yeah. Or even a first date, perhaps.
0: Listen, I've grown a lot since the beginning of the podcast. I don't feel that, but I, I do feel the desire to have in, intimate, extreme intimacy.
1: <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. yeah that's or right. else it
0: feels like wasting, not wasting time. That's incorrect. But like, you know, something about my weird Gemini brain wants intimacy, wants vulnerability.
2: <laughs> it, you actually sure. said, quote, I function on a different level of vulnerability.
0: Oh, there we go. Okay. Okay.
2: <laughs> Okay. (laughs) So there was then a discussion of healthy, slow versus unhealthy, slow in Mm. relationships, which I thought was was pretty, pretty solid advice. Uh, Healthy. You gave the examples of spending one to two nights a week together, waiting a few weeks to meet their friends, not immediate, immediately defining the relationship. Uh, or as Sierra always says, determining the relationship <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about Determ- No, it's determining Isn't it determining?
2: No, it's not It's defining It's, def- it's definitely not All right, that's, well, that's half years mean. late
0: <laughs> That information for me Because Look, nobody you don't, ever You
2: don't let me talk on the episodes very early If you want <laughs> I, can, I can pack the in all
0: I definitely thought it was that
2: I know you it's did, not. but it's not
0: All right, well <laughs> You can always teach an old (laughs) podcast host new tricks.
1: That's right.
2: That's right. Uh, Unhealthy Slow was your examples were seeing each other every three weeks and not talking in between. Yes. Mm. Not meeting any of their friends. Or I think Sierra suggested saving their number under a fake name. (laughs)
0: I think what? that was referencing another letter. I remember they were like, okay. "They have my number saved as a different name." Is this a bad sign? And we were like, yeah, "Yes,
2: that's, yeah, that's a bad sign." <laughs> no, no, no. Everyone does that. Totally normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one knows anyone's names anymore. Yeah. It's the 21st century. Uh, Sierra's advice, or sort of, I think both of y'all's advice was to not be like afraid of that anxiety. That it's okay to feel anxious about it but to Mm -hmm. set some parameters around that anxiety. Um, And it's also okay to advocate for what feels balanced Mm -hmm. for you in a relationship that you don't necessarily have to accommodate the other person's pace. Like there's a middle ground to be found. Yeah. Um, That sounds right. That sounds on brand for us. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. That you should (laughs) just have a conversation with your partner about this and at what pace you're comfortable moving. Um, And then, Of course, also attachment styles were brought up. So, Uh, did Sam bring them
0: up? Because he
2: did. Yeah. I think it was like one of the first times that they were brought up.
0: Yes. I always like, we've talked about this on Patreon, like recap episodes or, or when we're just reflecting. Like, I learned what attachment styles were on the podcast. So, it's, I'm interested in like when (laughs) the shift in my advice happened.
2: I don't think it was this letter, but it's, it's one of them we're going to cover because I remember listening to, the episode where sam started talking about it and sierra was like wait what what is this and what are you talking about
0: i'm i'm a what <laughs> what has dictated yeah. all of my relationships for the last 15 years
2: <laughs> it was yeah that's it right. was somewhere around yeah. this era of like the first couple months of the show
1: i just like how did i know that i have no Such idea it's just like this stupid brain of mine just like wants all sorts of information it, uh, and then I just regurgitate
2: it to people. It, it, it sounded like you were currently reading a book about <laughs> it. Honestly, the first time you oh, brought great. it up. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. So here is Hannah's update okay. uh, three plus years later.
3: Hi, Sam and Sierra. My name is Hannah. I'm from Minneapolis. Um, and I submitted a question so, so long ago. Um, episode 24. And I am just following up. So I asked you about how to move slow in a relationship and express my impatience by quoting Carly Ray Jetson. And you encouraged me to set some clear boundaries and share what I needed, uh, but also to take the slowness as an opportunity to sort of also leave space to grow myself and not just the relationship. And honestly, I can't fully remember who I was even talking about, there's a few contenders. <laughs> Um, but I'm fairly sure the person was um, this guy that when I asked for some clear boundaries, he actually informed me that we weren't even dating and he wasn't interested in me in that way, Oh, oh. which was big oh. yikes. But honestly, I feel so much compassion for that version of me. Mm. Uh, but since then, I have gone to therapy and learned that, like Sam intuited, I do have an anxious attachment style. And I actually have relationship <laughs> OCD and a lot of relationship anxiety, which was wow. a huge eye-opener for me. But by working with a therapist, I was able to work through that. And eventually, I just met the right person. And he was actually down to move mm. fairly quickly and was kind of in right away, just like I was. Um, but my therapy work um, and honestly, this advice t- truly did also help me remember to savor my alone time, too, and kind of accept the present and just be really um, in the moment. So ultimately, the pandemic did kind of squash some of that. But mm. it all worked out, and we are actually yeah. getting married in September. So thank you Yay. for being such a support for me during my years of dating, listening and learning from you to genuinely help me move toward action and prioritizing Aww. my needs. And also, uh, I mean, honestly, I just haven't met the right person yet. My fiance is so mm-hmm. down for all my little intricacies and, um, you know, truly just love each other fully. And that's honestly pretty awesome. So, all the love. Thank you so much.
0: Oh.
1: oh I'm like emotional. I know this
0: episode's
2: going to take me over. Oh. I can't. Like, my, yeah, I'm tearing up. Just, just wait, buddy. <laughs> It's not getting any less emotional. It's so nice to to hear their
0: voices. Like, you know, we always talk about how like the void isn't just like where you guys write letters from. It's like, you know, podcasting is a lot about like talking to the void. So it's so cool to like hear your realness, (laughs) you know, your Mm -hmm. real body and voice. Um, I also like I'm going to co-op the word intricacies. Um, It it was to me, it was like um, the personality version of entanglements, (laughs) You know, like,
1: Mm,
0: uh uh, you know, you have entanglements with people and you have intricacies with yourself and people have to like unpack them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And put up with them for sure. Yeah. I also love this because it's like, it's a great example of sometimes having the tough conversation leads us to an outcome that we don't want, but it also provides us the clarity to know like how the other person is feeling so that you're not wasting time pursuing this person who's like, we're not dating, (laughs) right? Like, and that it sucks and it's uncomfortable and it means that like you might break up with this person and that means that then you get to like actually spend time pursuing people who want to be in relationships with you or who are like interested in that and then like eventually you go to therapy and you get married like (laughs) that's
0: That's very like marriage track of you but yes I agree (laughs) I totally agree and I loved hearing just like the plain and simple of like uh, that person, I just needed to meet the right person who like was more mm-hmm. compatible to me instead of forcing something that is not working or or maybe right. that you didn't know, you know, you like this person didn't have the conversation and then was informed in a sort of affronting way that they weren't in a relationship right. and there was no future. So what are they worrying about, you know? Um, love all of that
1: I love the idea of us as like a gateway drug to therapy too <laughs> <laughs> like people come to ask they ask the question and we're like I don't know and then they're like you know I could
0: I could use I an actual professional yeah
2: this but like 50% better would be yes else. That's totally gonna...
0: I love that and congratulations on uh, getting married soon
1: it's very exciting and so great that you've learned about yourself and are finding finding ways to be with yourself like that's just fantastic as well
0: yeah
2: I love the combination of like, this was really meaningful and impactful and led me to this new place in my life. And also I don't remember who I was talking about. Yeah, totally.
0: That's like great perspective too. Just to remember that like time passes and like wounds fade, you know,
2: that's right. (laughs) crushes fade. Three years later, you might be engaged and not even remember that person's name. For sure. All right. Uh, Anything else for Hannah?
0: Thank you so much for writing and for submitting an update to us. So nice to hear your voice. We love you. We love you.
2: All right. Next up is Melissa from Letter Four. Oh my Back god! Back when we used to do four letters. Letter Four. Oh, yeah.
0: uh, you mean episode four?
2: No, no, no. Letter Letter Four of episode seventeen. Okay, okay. The word of the day is sustainability. Mm. For like the first Ooh. twenty episodes. Yeah, we did four. You all answered four letters. So Which I guess this doesn't is sort make sense a to me
0: because there's like a mat. Like three is such like a good n- number you know <laughs> like
1: we were young and foolish we, <laughs> we didn't know anything
2: the word of
0: the day is ignorant <laughs>
2: <laughs> so melissa wa- had been single for almost three years uh had great friends great family loved their job and hobbies but wanted to settle down and had dated a lot but just hadn't found the right person and was generally feeling exhausted from dating and said, quote, it feels like dating in 2018 is just trying to break my spirit. Hmm. Wait okay, till 2020. Wait 2020. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a little weird listening to people from like yeah, 18 sorry. And We're not laughing at like, you.
0: We're laughing with you and and at the horribleness of the universe. <laughs> at
2: yep. all of ourselves. Yeah. Yes, collectively. Yep. Uh, so their question was. Essentially, how do I cultivate a healthy, loving relationship while still being an independent person? Mm, okay. Mm. So in, in other throwback. Uh, oh, my God ways. So this was the fourth letter. It was also the episode where Sierra had managed to give herself pink eye.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and sounded like absolute hell.
0: Oh, absolute hell. <laughs> and that was also the week that they painted my apartment building black without telling wow. without giving us any warning. So yep. I was yep. and I was I was really sick. I, ga- I was stuck in my apartment with like not pink eye, but like a cold, like a terrible flu. And but then somehow gave myself pink eye because I like didn't leave the house. And they—it was my plague apartment.
2: Yes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, So Sierra's advice was that romantic love doesn't necessarily equal a great life, and that you can have a full and fulfilling life without uh, romantic love, and to really try and evaluate what you value in your life and why, and invest in those things that you value and are already around you um you talked about restructuring your priorities around love but not necessarily romantic love investing more in friends and family hmm. um said that it sounds like she's doing everything right but you can do everything right and still feel lonely
0: oh damn who is the secure person yeah, talking yeah uh-huh. Like, uh-huh.
2: that's amazing <laughs> <laughs> and you suggested finding Five ways that you could that she could better show love to the people that she loves.
0: Sure. Okay, that one was fine.
2: Yeah. You're <laughs> uh, we really into rules. Yeah, back it was a fourth
0: letter. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> it was I, when you
2: used to try and give like concrete action steps to people. Yeah, yeah. Now, now I'm just, now <laughs> <do that laughs> like, <anymore>. everything's
0: nuanced. <laughs> There's no true path. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Sam, you said uh just because you're single doesn't mean you're any less than anyone else and talked about how cup- couples love to make single people feel bad. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> we do. Oh my God,
0: that's so funny. We do. Like it's like a meeting that we go to and plan for. <laughs> yeah. It's a part of the coupled agenda.
2: <laughs> how to how to uh-huh. alienate single people this week. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Yes, absolutely.
2: And you said that you can keep yourself from giving up by just not giving up.
1: It's great advice. <laughs> Excellent work. Uh-huh. You yeah, just yeah. don't.
2: Yeah, just it was don't the fourth it. letter.
1: It was the I fourth know. letter. <laughs> we were tired. So your head pink eye.
0: I am way too pregnant to laugh this hard. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking be my yoga ball. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs>
2: That makes it sound like you're wearing a yoga... No, like I'm you're standing just, on a yoga
0: ball because of the extra I, 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 30 pounds that affects my back. But anyway, uh, that was very funny, Sam. I was about to roll with you, Sam. Like, this is how hard I love you. I was about to be like, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> profound. And you were like, well...
2: <laughs> Gotta say something. Uh, that's right. And then you closed with, you're doing great, just keep going. Yeah. Which, yeah, it's, it's pretty solid. So here is... Awesome. Melissa's- you knocked
1: that one out of the park. <laughs> I phoned it in. <laughs> it's okay. up. It
2: made up, up for 2020.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, like you carried 2020. And so I carried this episode.
2: <laughs> Love it. So here's Melissa's update from three years later.
4: Hi, I have a listener update for you. My name is Melissa and you answered my letter on episode 17 way back um, in October 2018. And, um, basically my letter was me kind of saying how frustrated I was with dating and how I've got everything together, but yet I can't find a partner. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of at a point where I wanted to just give up on my search for love. And I was getting really frustrated with, um, the dating scene. Yeah. And Sam and Sierra's advice was to kind of, redefine how I'm looking at love and and see where I can find it elsewhere in my life, outside of the romantic context, which was really validating to hear. Um, And so since then, I've obviously, I did try to make some intentional decisions to hang out with my grandmother more and my niece and just try to support my brother as he was going through some life changes, things of that nature. But yeah, I guess to report like, I did not give up on love, <laughs> I continued to date. Um, and when I would get really frustrated or burnt out, I would just turn off the apps and I would go and fall in love with my hobbies again and
2: uh-huh. take some
4: time for me. And then when I felt refreshed, I'd come back. And good news is that I found an awesome partner. We've been together a year and a half at this point, Yay. I managed to find him in the middle of the pandemic we wasted no time discussing what we wanted in relationships and our future Mm. together and things like that and it's been going really really well we are head over heels for each other still (laughs) still feel kind of giddy after a year and a half and we actually just moved in together into a house that i bought (gasps) on my own because i got tired of waiting to have a partner to buy a house (laughs) (laughs) he has since moved in with me into my home and yeah that's very good very good news over here so thank you sam sierra and spencer for all the work you put into this podcast i've Aww. been a dedicated listener since back in october 2018 so thank you bye
0: well, oh, thank you <laughs> <laughs> I can't. This look. is great. This is Follow so our great. advice
1: and you will find love. That's that's what I'm taking from this episode. I'm Not
0: gonna be so bold, but I'm <laughs> glad you are.
1: <laughs> yeah, you still got a few letters to go. Like, maybe. yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <clears throat> of our sample size of two, um, we've been super successful. So <laughs> so far, so good. Yes.
0: Yeah, that's cute. Um, I actually, I love both Sam and I's advice. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I wish I had that advice when I was younger, when I was sort of like jumping from relationship to relationship, because um, I don't think I in my earlier 20s, I don't think I was like thinking critically about the pressure that society puts on us to be coupled and how we mm-hmm. inherently value coupled love over other love in life, you know? Other happiness, even, you know, just like other joys. And I think that if I had heard somebody talk about that differently, I might start valuing other things in my life um, or or aligning better with the values that were hiding behind that that need to be loved. I think
1: I also love what Melissa said about, like, when I was burnt out, I would stop mm-hmm. and I would spend time falling in love with my hobbies again yeah. or like with my my loved ones again um and recognizing that like dating is work and it is really f- frustrating sometimes and stressful. And so like we can get burnt out on it. Yes. And it's okay to like recognize that and be like, I can't do this anymore. Yes. I need to I need to take a step back yes. rather than like wearing ourselves down to the bone trying to like find this romantic love. Um
0: and instead of feeling like you're failing, you know what I mean?
1: Right. Yep. Instead of being like intentional about, like, I'm rec- I'm practicing the self-awareness to recognize that, like, this isn't working for me right now. Right. So I'm going to do something different, and I'll come back to this if if and when I want to. Right. And I love that, that Melissa chose to do that. That's great.
0: Yeah. Cute. We're happy for you.
2: Anything else for Melissa?
0: Congrats on the house. Way to be a badass.
1: Yeah. Love that you were like, I'm not waiting anymore. I'm just going to do this.
0: And I also, I want to say, like, I loved hearing your updates about your more intentional time with family or the people that you cared around. Like um, I want to take a, a moment to say like, Hey, I bet it really meant something to your brother when you were like really mm-hmm. there for him. I bet that mm-hmm. that small choice or like that intentional action seemed like a shift for your benefit to like take your mind off, you know, dating and stuff. But I think it probably lightened his load a ton or like made him feel way less alone. So good job. Yeah. I love that. Thanks for writing and for updating us. We
1: love you. We love you.
0: to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, which I obviously love as a somewhat introverted, conflict-avoiding person. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Rocket Money has over 5 million subscribers and has saved a total of $500 million in Cancel subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup.
0: That's rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. Rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to Jackets sweaters and hello to shorts and tees i wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune and luckily i found quince now i've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after
1: year
0: In the house.
1: Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash justbreakup for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's com slash justbreakup to get free shipping and 365 day returns. quince.com slash justbreakup.
2: All right. Up next is sad about dad. From episode 165. Oh my God, I
0: remember this one.
2: Feelings happen.
0: This is an intense letter.
2: Yeah, from November of 2021. So they were in a relationship with somebody for about three years and had recently broken up. And had been casually dating for a few months, which was fun and exciting. But a few years ago, their dad was diagnosed with terminal illness that slowly breaks down his cognitive and physical ability and they've been in therapy and working through grief and felt comfortable letting their last partner into their grief process but wasn't sure how to navigate it when meeting new people and trying to casually date Um, and the woman she's was seeing at the time had tried to be there for her and offer support but was they were having trouble accepting support from New people especially in the context of dating um and struggling with how you know talking about it means that she has to talk about it and feel it and it's hard to stay present in a date when you're then thinking about how your dad is dying yeah yeah so she's worried that she was too shut off from her feelings to be present in a new relationship and maybe should just be single until her dad dies um, I was wondering if that's too much pressure for a new relationship and then also struggling with not knowing how long her dad was going to be around. Yeah. It could be months. It could be years. And so how do you make plans when you don't know for how long? So basically the question came down to any thoughts on how to navigate dating in the midst of trauma and grief ongoing. Mm.
0: I remember this letter. It was really intense. I think I cried during it. I probably did.
2: So Sam's advice was that grief is isolating because it feels like no one can feel what you're feeling. But at the same time, you also want and need community.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: But so often that community then focuses around your grief and trauma or those those interactions do. Like it's, it's hard to bring that up to someone and then not have the, like, and then have normal conversations with them and not have it center around like, Oh, how are you doing? And like, right. Yep. You know, feeling like you then always have to come back to that. Sam's advice was basically like, you can do this. You can date now if you want to, but also you don't have to. And sometimes you just need to try and get to tomorrow and figure out what is going to keep you going in the, in the short term. And you said that letting people see more of you can also help build connection with and empathy for others. Mm. Mm. And that it might encourage other people, including the people that you're dating, to be more authentically themselves, too. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that people genu- genuinely want to help and support most of the time. So it might be worth it to try to give them an opportunity to. Mm. Uh, Sierra, your advice was that there's no right answer to dating while grieving. We we've moved on from concrete action steps to like <laughs> yeah. To, <laughs>
1: who can say? There's always I more know. than one way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> your path is fuck your fuck own, my know. friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, you suggested that you know maybe this is more of a time of maintenance than a time of growth, and you don't have to force that that growth or those new connections if it doesn't feel right.
0: Stole that from Sam Blackwell.
2: Yep.
1: Yeah, I stole it from my therapist.
2: Yeah. So. Yep. Sounds right. Uh, <laughs> Wanting connection but not feeling fun can be hard, but it also Mm. doesn't... Dating doesn't have to mean shrinking yourself and who you are in order to appear fun fun to new people. Uh, It -hmm. just means opening yourself up to connection and new possibilities.
0: I stand by that.
2: Yeah. And you encourage her to not create another place for her to feel inadequate or mm. to feel that mm. pressure to feel inadequate. Um, and that she's not hurting anyone by asking them to see her and mm. connect mm. with her. Yeah, that's not a burden to anyone else to be authentically yourself.
0: I feel great about that one. That's
2: great. Yeah.
1: I love both of our advice. Yeah, me too.
2: <laughs> so here's uh, an update from Sad About Dad.
0: Hi,
5: I submitted a letter that you answered in episode 165 uh, something about feelings happening i think is the name um and my name that i submitted under was sad about dad um and yeah i mostly just wanted to call and say thank you to you both um because i typed out a thank you letter to you on instagram like two times and never sent it but um yeah you you all answered my letter in such a like kind and wholehearted way and Sierra I'm so sorry that I made you cry the whole time but (laughs) I actually can't tell you what it meant to like have someone else just like feel and express some of the sadness that I was feeling um it was like a really special and cathartic and beautiful experience to to listen to you read my letter and answer it and I also shared it with my therapist and that was like a nice thing too um she loved what y'all said and what I said and so anyway I did kind of take your advice, and that I've been trying to remember that letting people support me is okay and that they want to, um which has been kind of a struggle and a hard thing. I did stop seeing the woman that um I was seeing when I wrote you all the letter because I just kind of realized that she wasn't maybe someone that I was like willing to let into what I was mm-hmm. going through, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that mm-hmm. there's not anyone that I can't let into it, and so yeah, I'm just kind of still gonna try to date and see what happens and not pause my life during this weird hard time and practice letting the people around me love me. And also, yeah, I just wanted to say that, I you know that y'all have a, a, some experiences of like grief and um loss of parents and people dealing with this disease. And so I think maybe that's why I felt so comfortable sharing my story mm-hmm. with you guys. Um, and it really meant a lot to have you hear it and just kind of reflect back everything that you did. So anyway, this is long-winded, but I just wanted to say that I'm so appreciative and I feel really sure that I'm gonna find someone to be in my life. And maybe that'll be through or after this thing that's happening with my family, but I don't know. Um Thanks for all that you do. Uh, y'all rock. Also, Sierra, um, congrats on becoming a mom. My parents. Um, I don't know if you're
0: using mom, but becoming a parent,
1: that's so cool. Okay, mm. bye. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so. I got chills. Emotional.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, thank you. What I said when your letter was playing was that I cried the whole episode and y'all didn't know I was pregnant at that time, so like, <laughs> <laughs> maybe that had something to do with it, but like Sam and Spencer know it literally probably had nothing to do with it because... <laughs>
2: It's true. My personality it would have been, is to cry. <laughs> yeah, we've been the same
1: either way. Yeah. Her favorite thing to do. <laughs> yeah, just I so thankful for you uh reaching out to us and, and telling us about this and um uh again like I stand by the thing that I said in that original letter where like grief is just such an isolating thing. Um and I find it really profoundly moving that you felt connection with what we talked about and, and that you, I feel such deep connection with you knowing that you're also going through this thing and trying to figure it out. Um, and that anything that Sierra or I said could have been of comfort to you is just like profoundly meaningful to me. So thank you for responding. Um, and just know that there are people out there who don't know exactly what you're going through, but are, are thinking of you and wanting to send you love, even if it is hard receive it
0: yeah and i think this is a i echo all of that um i think it's a perfect example of when the universe or life asks too much of you and Uh we don't have um the the universe doesn't give us an option to not deal with these things you know um Uh but we do have an option to stay open or close, you know, and sometimes, mm. sometimes closing is necessary. Like sometimes, like we said, like I stole from Sam's therapist in the episode, n- you know, <laughs> maintenance is necessary and it maybe it's not the time to be open to connection. But, um, I liked what was highlighted here that like, you're just, you're keeping, you're keeping hope and you're keeping open and you're reminding yourself as a, the world ebbs and flows around you that you're not a burden and that um and yeah. Yeah, thank you. And and thank you for the congratulations. And um like Sam said, I think we're just so touched that you felt heard and seen.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: We love you. I think Go ahead, Spencer.
2: Oh I was just gonna say I, I think when like dealing with grief and loss and that weird Like anticipation of loss which Mm -hmm. is a very bizarre space to be into like when my mom was sick and when my mom died like I my first I was much younger and like didn't have any of the tools that I have now but like and can't imagine trying to date during that time but like keeping myself (laughs) open to connection with existing friends and new friends like also helped me realize that I wasn't as alone in that as I thought I was yeah. that like mm-hmm. many people that I knew had similar experiences or had gone through similar things that we didn't share before then, because that wasn't some a connection that we had but Right. for me, at least like my first thought was like, this is uniquely terrible to me mm-hmm. and not like, Oh yeah, this literally happens to everyone eventually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And at 23 or whatever, like that was not as apparent to me and it wasn't, the group of people I was around at the time, like didn't have those experiences, but right. there are billions of people in the world who did right. and connecting with those people and like those interactions can be really reassuring because like those folks also know how to not do the really annoying things that people do when you're grieving or when you've lost <laughs> someone <laughs> yep. and like yep. you can have more authentic connections, but also like find that connection of. Like, I don't want to think about this for the next hour or can right. we go do something that will specifically take my mind off of this for a couple hours mm-hmm. that will feel normal, you know?
0: Yeah. Thanks for sharing that, so, Spencer.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Okay. Well, we got to say our love for oh, yes. Sad About Dad. We love you.
1: <laughs> we love you. Thanks for the update. Thank you for, thank you for writing and uh, thank you for helping at least me feel Connected to you.
2: All right. Last one is from Drunk Love, who wrote in, uh, they were letter three of episode 123, titled, Is the Juice Worth the Squeeze?
6: (laughs) (laughs) That was something
0: (laughs) Sam said.
2: Uh From (laughs) January of 2021. Wow. So, (laughs) their first thought upon Uh, listening to the show and considering writing in was quote there is no way these people can help me
0: (laughs) it's still true
2: well we'll find out (laughs) here
1: we go this is the the moment the moment of truth that's
0: okay with me I am not for everyone that's my anxiety (laughs) makes me say that
2: (laughs) yep yep she's a 46 year old divorced woman raising two daughters who met and started dating a man oh
0: yeah
2: about two years mm. after she got divorced, they dated for two years. They got engaged. They moved in together and blended their families. He also had kids. Um, and after they moved in together, his behavior changed, especially uh, around alcohol.
0: Yes, I remember this very, letter. It very was very controlling.
2: Intense. Yeah, very yep. controlling and critical of her and the kids. And uh, about a year after moving in together, she realized that she had made a mistake and she called off their wedding Mm -hmm. about six weeks before the wedding. Mm -hmm. She moved out uh, with her daughters. How brave. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And about nine months after she called off the wedding and moved out, she ran into him somewhere. They started talking again. They started hanging out again and they started dating again. And she said at first things were better and then slowly the red flags started creeping back in Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh until one day he showed up uh, drunk at her house in the middle of the afternoon after driving there. Uh, She broke it off again and told him not to contact her until he had been sober for at least nine months. Mm -hmm. And then at the point where she wrote in she had just seen him in a new relationship on social media and was feeling heartbroken all over again Uh, and didn't ask a direct question but said quote please scold me
0: (laughs) I love this person I loved the. I I felt deeply honored to answer that question I have no fucking clue what we said or I mean I remember a couple things but um, this letter was important to me
2: yeah so just, Sierra, yeah. you said that she was brave and doing her best and that it sounded like her best was working. Mm. Um, she was brave and trusted her gut when she canceled the wedding and that falling back in love with someone who you loved and who was making progress isn't stupid. It's right. not a mistake. She shouldn't feel yeah. dumb for falling happens. in love with the person she was in love with who seemed to be right working on Maybe themselves better. and improving. Yeah, Yeah. And then also that recognizing for a second time that it was unhealthy and drawing those hard boundaries was brave and smart too totally basically for sure she didn't make anything make any wrong decisions or do anything stupid here right right Sam's advice was that social media lies to us, and that it she does. did the right thing by blocking him <laughs> uh and that. based on social media you don't know anything about their relationship and it doesn't have anything to do with her or her new Mm -hmm. future relationships Mm -hmm. right Um, you said you can do all the right things and still hurt Mm. what you did was self love and it was also showing love to her ex Mm. uh, by telling him what he needed to hear and it's not your responsibility nor is it possible to make him hear it or act on it yeah yeah and then lastly, there was a conversation about, uh like, the if only he wasn't an alcoholic mm. line of thought is not actually a helpful way of thinking. Right. And the reality is that he is, and you can't separate that from the person. They are Yeah, like, inherently yep. intertwined.
0: Did we say anything about the, the children, too? Like, I think it's, you know, to commend yourself for, for like... She, she, that was not only was she doing the best that she could and she made smart decisions, but she made smart decisions in the, in the, to be witnessed by her children, you know? Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. She, she addresses it in her voicemail. So I was going to let her cover it, but, but basically she was also worried about like how this would affect her kids and like what Mm -hmm. it looks like to have, you know, to be with this person that was not healthy for them. And then like the decisions, how they would affect her kids. And basically you two told her that, like, you can't, I think Sam Oh yeah. Said, some, like, oh,
0: my God, I remember.
2: <laughs> you, you I do not.
0: Because <laughs> it was mind-blowing.
2: You can't prevent yourself from getting into abusive or unhealthy relationships. All right. you can do is recognize them and then do what you need to do to remove yourself from them. That was. And that, yep. and that teaching your daughters that is actually, the, you know, an extremely healthy thing to teach them.
0: That was so profound to me,
2: especially
0: Mm -hmm. now, you know, I was trying to get pregnant at that time and now like approaching parenthood, I thinking about what you want to prevent your child from experiencing and also thinking about yourself, like forgiveness and, and, and realizing that like you can, you can be, you didn't do anything to earn or deserve abusive behavior that anybody can fall into an abusive love because it's really hard not to love people we love, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I remember my mind exploding during this episode.
2: Yeah.
1: Great. I remember it too now. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Any other thoughts before we, we play? the update? No, I,
6: I can't wait to hear it. Okay. Hi, Sam and Sierra. You read my letter. This is drunk love and it was episode one, two, three. Um, I was I was the one who canceled the wedding six weeks out and I moved my daughters and I back to our community um, and then I fell in love with him again only to find out that he was still drinking and drinking and driving and broke up with him. And I was really sad and heartbroken because he had started up a new relationship right away, and I was worried about what I had taught my daughters um, and seeing their mom go through this. Mm-hmm. And first of all, thank you. Um, it was January 4th. Uh, I was on the treadmill when I was listening to the podcast, and I about fell off when I heard you reading my letter. <laughs> it was the first time that anybody had ever called what I did brave, mm-hmm. and I just... I never looked at it that way, and it was just so validating to hear from you guys. Sam said something completely profound. I think Sierra called it a mind orgasm (laughs) because he said something like, you know, I was so worried about my daughters and what I was teaching them, but we can't teach our children or our loved ones not to get into abusive relationships. We need to change the narrative about, Talking about how we recognize it, set boundaries, and then how we remove ourselves from that, which is what I did. And thank you for calling me Brave. It was, um, it had been about four or five months from the actual um, breakup. So I was starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. But I think hearing you and Learning from you and learning how to kind of change my narrative and the way I was looking at the situation was just exactly what I needed to get 2021 off on the right foot for me. Here we are a year later. I'm in a beautiful relationship with a beautiful man uh, who is gentle and sweet and kind and loving. And I sometimes am waiting. I'm always waiting for the other shoe to drop. But mm-hmm. we have such open communication where um, I don't. I don't think anything's going to drop. Uh, I think it's it's going really, really well. And mm-hmm. I learned so much from you guys before you read my letter and after. So thank you so much. And I'm no longer drunk love, but I <laughs> am just a girl in love and. I just want to say thank you. Oh, my God. I can't handle
0: that.
1: I hate this episode. I hate it.
0: (laughs) Sam's crying. (laughs) Sam is crying. Not me. I mean, I am too, but.
1: (laughs) Uh, What is it? Feelings. Stop it. Um, I don't like this.
0: That is like. I don't know. Let me just like zoom out for a second and say like. I feel such gratitude for our community right now. Just like, mm-hmm. it's so, it's such an honor that you guys write us these letters. Um, it's an honor that you guys let us be multifaceted humans that don't necessarily know what we're talking about or forget words or are answer questions to the best of our ability. Like you are doing, you know um, mm-hmm. you're, you're asking these questions to the best of your ability too, and, um it's just so touching like this opportunity to we've thought about doing and people have requested a where they now episode for a long time and just to do it it's just just to sit in the light of of your you know your voicemails and your updates and your trust um I just feel really emotional and it is brave everybody's (laughs) brave if you know If we could, if we could take something out of that voicemail and just say, like, if you're going through something hard right now, um, and it's challenging you and you, you want to address it in a certain way, or you want to react in a way, or you want to look back on the choices you made, like give yourself the gift of, of calling yourself brave, like seeing where in your life have you made a brave choice? That's like, that was uncomfortable or that was scary, or maybe didn't feel like the, most um intuitive thing but you did it anyway or 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 fuck you survived like you just made it through that hard period. Um I don't think we recognize our own bravery enough and um Drunk Love was definitely so brave and brave to update us and to write in and I just feel so much love and gratitude right now.
1: Absolutely. I think you know Sierra talked about this a little bit at the beginning of the episode but um We just sit here on zoom and talk to each other um you know and we get we get so many letters and we have to say no to so many letters and um i'm so grateful and also often so overwhelmed by the amount of trust that people put into us in our letter writing um in writing letters to us and then in the answers that we put out into wherever (laughs) right you know um and having this experience of of um people sort of telling us how meaningful it was to them is just so moving and and overwhelming um because it does feel like often as we're doing this stuff like is this helping <laughs>
0: you know what i mean <laughs> like well it's the void we don't we don't get to
1: hear that yeah there. like i trust that we're having good conversations and trying to like support the idea that people are complex and nuanced and like, and we don't give ourselves enough credit and like all of this stuff that we talk about a lot. Um And it's just really meaningful for me to hear back that it landed somewhere. Yeah. Um, and that somebody heard it and felt it Um, because it is like a lot of, love and support that we pour into this podcast and um it's so nice to see that like someone is feeling it <laughs> like, yeah. that's just like and i realize that this is like a very sort of me centered response to this letter <laughs> but like i don't yeah. know i don't know how else to to talk about it because what like i'm be i'm so happy that you like found love and i'm so happy that you've like you've re- you've reframed this thing as being something that's very brave and and important and great that you did and i'm also just so touched that Sierra and i had any small amount of influence on you feeling different about yourself yeah. like that it's just so exciting to me that that is happening so thank you for responding and um wow just like a lot yeah. Just a lot of feelings of coming feelings. up for me in this moment
0: <laughs> and i also want to point out like sam's mind orgasm advice that he i don't know if you said that sam like do you remember just like coming to that conclusion about abusive mm-hmm. relationships in the moment when you were like saying it mm-hmm. out loud i yep. i think one like Wow. (laughs) You're really (laughs) smart. (laughs) Um, But two, like that, I think I want to pull that out as an example of us like learning together um, with our Just Breakup community that like we are the ones with the microphones, but we're... You, the the vulnerability and the bravery and the intimacy and the mistakes and the triumphs that you guys share in your letters really help Sam and I unfold things and learn things and see things differently and unpack them in real time alongside you. Like we are the ones with the microphones, mm. but you're just a part of this conversation. I think to us, like mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I had that. Sam thought of that in the moment and I had a in the moment, life-changing perspective (laughs) shift along with drunk love or no longer drunk love, just love. Um, And uh, I think that's such a privilege and something that I really love about our community and to our letter writer, like, thank you so much for the update. Thank you so much for trusting us um, for listening. And um, I mean, I meant, what we said, and and I mean it again now, just like that your children um, are going to see somebody that's seeking out authenticity, seeking out stability and health, seeking out love and pleasure and forgiveness. Like, like Sam said, but mildly different. Like we can't not make mistakes, but we can Mm. shift our perspective on them and recognize that everybody, everybody should finds themselves on a path that they don't want to be on. And the best example you can show your children is that that's okay. That making mistakes, we are hardwired for failure and we're hardwired to find love, you know?
2: Mm -hmm. Can I just interject for a second? I I would say it's not a mistake. It's just a thing that happens. Yes, totally in in dating and, and in interacting with people. She didn't make any mistakes. Right. Totally. Yep. For sure. It just happens.
0: I totally agree. Um, we are hardwired to be on paths that we maybe we find ourselves on path that we don't want to be on anymore, you know? And if I, we shift, our- I
2: would say we're, we're hardwired to look for connection and it doesn't always work. Right. And True. recognizing that is a skill and acting totally. on it is brave. And there were no, like there is not a mistake there except for the person who was being abusive or harmful. Like, right. Yeah. Right. There's right. nothing wrong with getting into that situation.
0: Right. And that's a huge, like, like the letter writer said in the update, that's a huge narrative shift that even I had to learn or still have to learn, you know, and still have to forgive myself for, for the situations I got myself in, you know, um, Mm -hmm. that, and I also like, this is, this is not this episode, but, um, I remember something that was like really profound that I, that I came to in a different episode that's like connected, which is like, it's trust didn't hurt you, you know, trusting this new person, like Spencer said in his, in his, um, summary of like falling back in love with somebody who you loved before, um, trust is a good thing. Wanting connection is a good thing. It's the most human of, of, of experiences and desires. And we often think that like, the choices that we made led us to be hurt when often it's yep. just like a combination of circumstances and I don't know, compatibilities and ultimately to trust is a good thing to, to seek connection is a good thing.
2: We, we have to trust people to exist. Like, yes. It's impossible to exist without trusting. We rely on right. millions of other people every day. Like we yeah. have to trust folks just to, sure. to get through life.
0: Yes. Um, okay, my darling. We love you so
1: much. Thank you for for writing and for submitting your kind words to us. It's very much appreciated.
0: Yeah.
2: All right. That is the end of our Where Are They Now part one episode. Oh my God. How are we doing?
0: Deeply emotional, incredibly grateful. Also yep. excited for the future episode. We're gonna do like a couple more of these in the future. Um I am I just want to clarify that, like, we are not just choosing letters where you did take our advice. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Although I think
0: the majority of the people who called in, right?
2: I, yeah, I think most people are updating us with uh, when things went well. We have, <laughs> yeah, or, or, that makes sense. or, or you have a remarkable track record on advice giving. <laughs> I, I think, honestly, the people who, for whom your advice did not go well, probably don't listen to the show anymore mm-hmm. and yeah. don't know that we're even doing this.
0: Which is fine. Not, so. not all people are meant for me. Anxious. <laughs> I, to think start.
2: Our, I think our data set might be a little skewed towards success. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yes, probably. We've gotten dozens of updates. If you want to update us on your situation, whether you took Sam and Sierra's advice or didn't, or it went well or it didn't, uh, you can call six one two four eight six two five five zero and leave us a voicemail. There is a three minute time limit on that voicemail uh <laughs> for, for our long winded friends. Me. If you get basically. cut if you get cut off though, you can just call us back and yeah. you know, continue. So.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, my darlings, thank you so much for this. Uh, I know this has been a goal for us for a long time, but like I said, after he- hearing the first voicemail, like I think it fills up Sam and I's cup to he- actually hear your voices, you know, mm-hmm. um, to-, to remember that the void that we're speaking into is filled with thousands of compassionate, real, beautiful, he- flawed human souls, <laughs> you know, um, mm-hmm. and who are doing this messy, nuanced work alongside of us and who are learning alongside of us uh it's just such a it's just such a great reminder and i i know sam and ice cups are definitely going to be filled today and and in the future so thanks absolutely um and i guess we'll just jump right to the good stuff if all else fails
1: just break up